If somebody is making $50,000 a year, but then they go and buy a $1,000 pair of Gucci shoes, that is absolutely insane. They should not be doing that. Welcome to the Diamond Life Mentor. I'm your host, Belage de Bicardos, and I've got something to share with you. And it just might be the key to unlocking more freedom in your life. I'll show you the way. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Life Mentor. I'm really excited for this episode to dive into a concept that really helped me shift my money mindset around this idea that time is infinitely more valuable than money, but the majority of people are always focusing on saving money and wasting their time. So we're gonna dive into that in this episode, how you can reimagine the purpose for money in your life and what it allows you to do with it and some things that really helped me understand these concepts over the years because for so long I was confused about why do wealthy people have more income how do they generate that income? What do they do with that income? And I had this like gap between my mindset and what I wanted to create. So let's talk about this a little bit. So the first thing that I want to get into is that if you want to have a more abundant lifestyle where you don't worry about price tags, you can buy whatever you want, you can go and do experiences or travel or have bucket list adventures and just book the flight, book the ticket, do the thing without having to budget your money to see if you can afford it, then you're going to need to understand a few key principles that I want to talk about today that will help you transition into this new way of looking at things. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about a story of when I was a kid that I was able to reflect back on and take these gems these diamond nuggets out of that really landed and hopefully it does the same for you. So when I was a kid, I'd go to school and, you know, my mom would pack me a lunch or something like this. And people would say like my friends in school would be like, Hey man, do you have a dollar? I want to get a bag of chips or a, a soda or something from the vending machine. And when you're a kid, a dollar is a big deal, right? Like you don't have that much money. Maybe you have a little allowance or a little bit of spare change your parents would give you when you went to school. So dollar was a big deal, but it still seemed fine. It's like, okay, here's a dollar. I'll lend you a dollar or I'll give you a dollar. And it went both ways and all that. And you got a little bit older and you went into like high school, for example, and you'd go out for lunch and a friend would be like, man, I forgot my wallet. Can you buy me lunch? Can you hook me up with $10? What was the difference between the dollar and the $10? Just one more zero, okay? But because you're older and you make more money, it's like the 10 bucks is fine. It's no big deal. Fast forward a few more years and maybe you went to a nightclub or something like this on the weekend, something fun. And once again, the situation's like, hey man, can I borrow a hundred bucks for some drinks, for some dinner, for some food or whatever the case was? And you'd be like, yeah, all right, here's a hundred bucks. But most people at this $100 level is where they stop. They don't actually go to the $1,000, the $10,000, the $100,000, the $1 million, the $10 million. They stop adding a zero to the end of their income 
And they also stop adding a zero into things that they can afford to purchase, like shoes, clothes, flights, hotels, cars, homes, food, investing in their health and fitness or their businesses or anything else that requires money, which is like most things in the world. So this really made me think about, okay, what if we're able to manipulate prices and the cost of certain things that we want in life and reverse engineer it in both directions? How would that shift our mentality towards income, how much we need, how much we want, what that allows us to choose and the decisions and options it allows us to have. And so here's what I started to do. Before I made as much as I do now, and that was a gradual process over the last 10, 15 years of like improving, leveling up, more leverage, more systems, and more awareness and increasing my mindset around money and what it represents in my life and so forth. I started to do these exercises where I wanted to get a taste of what this lavish, wealthy lifestyle looks like and what type of income would be required for someone to be able to afford those certain things. Because there's this really big misconception in society that things are expensive. And that's not actually true because it's just relative. It's not expensive or not expensive. It's just unaffordable to you based on your current income. And so what we can do is manipulate the prices by removing or adding a zero. And I'll give you some context. Let's say that you went to a designer branded uh, store for shoes, handbags, suits, purses, jewelry, whatever, it doesn't matter what it is, but something that you want or something that you know is better quality and you've seen other people have it or something like that, it doesn't matter. But let's say hypothetically speaking that you go to a designer brand place like a Louis Vuitton, a Gucci, what are these things? And you walk around there, right? This is a really mind expanding type of experience because it's free for you to enter into Louis Vuitton or Gucci. You can go there right now in your local city and go check out these, these shops and see what, what it's like. Touch it, feel it, try it on. And you'll notice like a next level of quality okay it's like genuine leather it's handmade they're not easily accessible supply and demand all these things but when you experience it and you try on these pairs of shoes the quality is just next level but the price also reflects that so let's just hypothetically say that a pair of shoes is a thousand dollars okay now a lot of people would be like a thousand dollars they're like absolutely appalled by the fact that it's a thousand dollars i would never spend a thousand dollars on shoes that is absolutely insane right and you get these people with very strong opinions about how insane it is to spend a thousand dollars on shoes but then when you go all right fair so how much do they right now spend on shoes and if we remove a zero from the price tag from the gucci shoes and they were only a hundred dollars would this person with such a strong opinion still feel the same way about those shoes? Or would they go, $100? Sure, actually, that's a great value. It's a great deal. Because they're currently spending, let's call it $100 on the shoes that they're wearing, that they're buying. And it could be other brands, doesn't really matter. It's just about the price. So if we manipulate the price of the shoes from Gucci by removing a zero, and they're only $100 now, instead of 1000 a lot of people with this strong opinion that it's absurd, it's ridiculous, it's overpriced, it's whatever these 
perceptions are, but we remove it to 100, they all of a sudden go, yeah, those are actually really nice shoes. I would totally buy them and wear them and they look good and they have this positive opinion all of a sudden because we removed a zero, okay? But then when we go, all right, well, how much does this person earn in a month or a year at their job, at their business, doesn't matter, in their career? And we calculate the percentage that they spend per year on clothes, shoes, food, travel, flights, hotels, mortgage, rent, car payment, insurance, all the things that responsible adults usually have, then you'll notice that the percentage is all that matters. It's the percentage of your total income that you're allocating towards those different categories in your life. So if we added a zero to this person's income, they went from $50,000 a year at their job and we added a zero and they now made $500,000 a year, then if they were spending $100 on a pair of shoes at 50K per year, all of a sudden $1,000 for a pair of shoes at 500K would actually be the exact same thing. Does this make sense for you? So when we play around with these price tags and we look at things that seem to be very expensive based on our current income, we can actually have this newfound perspective on what really actually matters is the percentage of your income that you're allocating to different things. Because sometimes what happens, you'll notice that people are spending more than they should be in certain categories. Like if somebody is making $50,000 a year, but then they go and buy a $1,000 pair of Gucci shoes, that is absolutely insane. They should not be doing that. That's foolish. That's stupid. That's you know, pretending that you're more successful from a status perspective than you actually are, and it's never going to get you ahead in life. But if somebody who's making $5 million a year goes and buys a pair of Gucci shoes for $1,000, to them, that's like $50 to you or to someone who's making 50K. Does that make sense what I mean? So I looked at this way back when, and I was like, huh, I can wrap my mind around these prices for everything if I just manipulate the zero. And then I looked at, for example, cars and vacations and holidays and first class flights and business class flights and five-star hotels and suites and all the things. And I was like, okay, everything changes by me adding a zero or subtracting a zero. And so what I need to do is take my income and add a zero to it as well. And when I first discovered this, I was only making six figures per year. It was around $200,000, $250,000 a year. And so my percentage of allocation for all these different categories was X. And I was like, how do I make like a million, $2.5 million, $3 million a year where everything all of a sudden shifts and the zero changes? And so I want you to look at Anything you've ever wanted, whether it was a house, a holiday, a trip, a car, designer shoes, doesn't matter what it is. And I want you to go and find out how much these things are. Let's say you want a supercar, a Lamborghini, a Ferrari, or something like this. Well, they go for like $250,000 to $350,000, $500,000, depending on which model, what year, all the bells and whistles, whatever the case is. That seems like an insane amount of money to somebody at first when they're not making very much because they're like, I can't justify that. That's insane. Like my house is worth that much. How could I go and buy a car like that? But if you subtracted a zero from the Ferrari or Lamborghini, and instead of $350,000, it was actually only $35,000, then you'd probably be like, huh, 
my car is 30 grand. My car is 20 grand. My car is 10 grand. Same exact thing. We just took the zero off. So why, why does this all matter? Is because if we're trading our time for money and our time is worth a little bit according to how much we're earning in our job or our business, then we can't afford to live life in a high ticket way. We can't have the luxury experiences and so on because we're so limited in terms of what type of leverage we have. And this really transformed my entire perception around why I needed to learn the skills to earn more money. It wasn't about the fact that I just wanted more money. It was around the fact of taking things that seemed way out of context and making them seem like normal. Like, you know, a business class flight ended up feeling the same as an economy class flight. A five-star resort felt the same in terms of my percentage of income I was spending towards it as did my previous like motels or wherever I stayed when I was like younger where I couldn't afford very much. So this is the first piece of the puzzle is how can you look at your percentage that you allocate to rent, mortgage, car, etc., and go, what if the percentage stayed the same, but I was able to add an extra zero to that monthly expense? What would I be able to afford? What, where could I live? What could I experience and so forth? Okay, so this is the first piece. So go do some research, go investigate and try to think with this bigger mindset of around manipulating the zero and you'll be astonished at how much more attainable it's going to feel when you subtract a zero from certain price tags and go like, oh, all right, well, I would totally buy that for $100 instead of 1,000. I would totally buy that for 1,000 instead of 10,000. I would totally buy that for 10,000 instead of 100,000. Does this make sense for you? The second piece here is when you add up all the different elements that you need to be happy in your life and you're able to build a team around you to outsource things like maybe it's cleaning your house, maybe it's having a nanny or somebody to cook your food, maybe it's a landscaper, maybe it's a team of people in your business like an admin or an assistant or a graphic designer or a video editor or a social media manager or whatever the case is. Find out what these people charge, okay? And what you'll notice is that if your income per month is the same as theirs and what they're asking for for their salary or their wage, how could you ever afford to hire them? It's like canceling each other out. You bring home five grand per month or 10 grand, 10 grand per month. And then in order for you to hire and outsource a few things, you need to pay 10 grand per month for the same thing. You're left with nothing. But if you add a zero to your income and you now make $100,000 per month, and you still want to outsource and get some support in your life, and that costs you 10 grand to hire everything out, that's only 10% of your income now. You still have 90% left to invest, to multiply, to, to do other things with. Make sense? So then the question becomes, what type of skills allow us to basically add a zero to our income? Taking our annual income and turning it into our monthly income. This is the ultimate hack to living the diamond life is whatever your current reality is right now, whatever income number you're used to earning right now in a year, what if you were able to find a way to learn a set of skills in an automated leveraged way where you're able to then earn that per month? How would that change your life? Because once you're able to separate yourself with this 10X multiplier, 
by adding a zero, everything changes. So now let me give you another example. What if you were able to earn $1,000 commission for a product that you're able to sell, such as like what I do, for example. You know, I sell a higher ticket product, but I also earn a higher ticket commission. And so when I receive, let's say, a $1,000 commission for making a sale, helping somebody solve their pain points and problems in their life and so on, what I can do with this $1,000 now is divide it by what it costs for someone else to do certain things for me per hour. So if you find, like, I'll do the math right now on my phone real fast. If you look online at how many things you could outsource in terms of tasks, personal and professional, for let's say $20 per hour, $30 per hour, $50 per hour, $100 per hour, $200 per hour, depending on what it is, and how specialized it is, how private it is, if it's one-on-one, if it's more of like a service, a drop-off, pickup. You know, there's, there's varying degrees and levels to the type of service that's available for everything out there. So if you take $1,000 and you divide it by $30 per hour of someone else's, what they charge, right? You get 33 hours of your life back. So the mindset needs to be, all right, if I'm doing laundry, if I'm cooking, if I'm cleaning, if I'm mowing the lawn, if I'm getting groceries, if I'm whatever, all these things, maybe you're making some PowerPoint presentation or slides or editing photos or editing videos or any of this kind of stuff. You have to ask yourself, is it worth it for you to be doing that yourself? Or is it more worth it for you to pay $30 an hour by earning a $1,000 commission and buying back 33 hours of your life. Now, a lot of people will have a hard time wrapping their head around this concept because they're like, yes, Balaj, but I don't make a $1,000 commission and it doesn't make sense. If I work so hard to make $1,000 commissions, why would I spend all that money on outsourcing it to someone else for $33 an hour? The reason why it's hard to wrap your mind around this is because society has conditioned us to value money over time. That's why you hear people say, I would rather just do it myself and save the money. How many people do you know who want to do DIY projects themselves just to save a buck? How many people do you know that would rather spend all day or all weekend on a project and save the money when they could have just hired it out for $100, $200, $300 and had their entire weekend to do whatever they wanted? Now, my definition of freedom is different than most people. My definition of freedom is only doing the things that you love to do, that you enjoy, that you're great at, that no one else can do for you. So if you take a piece of paper right now and you make a list of all the things you love to do, genuinely enjoy, you're passionate about it, and no one else can do it for you, you will notice that the list is quite short. So for example, working out right? You may not love to work out with like physical weights or strength training, like what I love to do, but you might like yoga, tennis, aerobics, swimming, these kinds of things that are still really good for you. They're healthy. It's a form of exercise that you need to find something that you love to do in a health and and wellness and fitness environment, yoga, aerobics, going for a walk, going for a jog, joining like a group fitness class. There's so many different variations, right? All kinds of different sports, badminton, pickleball, tennis, golf, 
basketball, football, soccer, karate, gymnastics, Muay Thai, mixed martial arts. There's literally so many. Pick one. And no one can do that for you. No one can develop your cardiovascular. Nobody can sweat for you. You can't do those things. You have to do them for yourself. So that would make the list. What about quality time with your kids, quality time with your parents, quality time with your spouse? No one can do that for you. You can't outsource that. That goes on the list. What about something you're passionate about? Art, music, drawing, reading, learning, those kinds of things, personal development, personal growth, going to retreats, et cetera, et cetera. No one can go and level up your mindset, your perception around reality on your behalf. Nobody can meditate for you. But what I'm saying is that when you make this list and you prioritize only the things that you love to do that no one else can do for you, and it's good for you, it's healthy for you, it fills up your cup, you'll notice the list is quite short. Everything else will make it on the list of outsourcing delegation, but you need to be able to have a type of income or a type of business that isn't canceling it out. If you make $30 per hour at your job and it costs you $30 an hour to outsource something, you're not really going to get ahead, right? So there's going to be something that needs to give, some kind of sacrifice that you need to make. So in my mind, I remember thinking to myself when I had an hourly job that I would never pay someone to do something for me. I would always try to ask favors, ask buddies, like classic example, you're moving, right? You're moving from one house to another house, from a condo to wherever. What's the first thing that someone thinks of when they value saving their money over their time? They ask a few buddies, hey, can you help me move? I'll buy you a case of beer or a pizza or something like this, which is fine. It's good to help your friends. It's good to be available and support each other and stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. But everybody in that scenario values their saving the money rather than saving their time. In my case, I'm like, it's going to take two days, three days to pack up the house, to move, to lift all this shit, put it in the truck, to unload the truck. And it's freaking just stressful and annoying. It's like, how much does it cost for you to do it? Great. Here you go. Now I can spend my time doing the things I love with the people that I love that no one else can do for me. While the house is getting packed up and cleaned up, I could be playing with my daughter. We could be at the gym working out. I could go on a date with my wife. We could have a weekend getaway, whatever. It doesn't matter. And we could be creating these epic core memories that are so much more valuable than the busyness and the tasks and the DIY stuff like this. All right. So then it goes back to, well, how do you generate more income? Well, you have to learn a set of skills that allows you to be paid on the value that you provide to other people and the problems you're able to solve and the impact you're able to have rather than you personally being the person who is the one that other people are hiring to do these technician jobs or these sort of redundant, lower paying tasks. Is this making sense for you? So my mindset shifted so much when I realized I can manipulate these prices by shifting around a zero. It gave me so much more context. I was like, okay, if I earn $50,000 per year and I allocate 20% of my income towards my rent or my mortgage, that means this is what I can afford. And everything else seemed insane and ridiculous and out of reach. But if I made $500,000 a year and my allocation and my percentage was the same, all of a sudden it opened up this whole new world. 
where the $1,000 shoes didn't seem the same as when I made 10 times less. Does this make sense? So I started to go, I need to be in a position to earn more money because I have good taste. <laughs> That's the truth. It's like, I have good taste. I like nice stuff. When somebody creates a product or a service or an experience, there's always the, the cream of the crop, the VIP package, the top package. And in my mind, I value that human energy, that human creation so much. Like if I'm coming up with a plan, a package or putting on an event, like we're literally planning an event for my business, my company uh, this summer. And we have this like platinum package VIP offer for only 50 people, but we're putting all of our energy. What can we do? How can we make it epic? How can we make it once in a lifetime? How can we make it something where there's a wow factor to it? But that's literally just for 50 people. And there's hundreds of other tickets available where you won't get that experience. So as someone who would be attending that event, my first thought would be, how do I get myself the platinum ticket? Because that means I'm going to experience this event at its peak maximum potential based on what Balage wanted to uh, provide us in terms of an experience and value. So I always look at it like, okay, there are certain vehicles out there as an example, that are $200,000, $500,000, they're very different to drive. They're very different than a car that's $10,000 or $20,000. But there needs to be a direct correlation in how you level up your income and how you think. So part of this has to do with how do you transition from your current income, your current job over into this new arena where you get to play at a much higher level, much bigger level. And this is where the part-time effort comes in. Being able to build a bridge from your current reality, your current life into your future reality where you want to go. And that's why having a leveraged business, especially online, where there's a lot of automation and systems in place is so helpful because you're able to start part-time, set up a couple of these things. And when you do make a sale or you do make a transaction, you basically get this first opportunity of, let's call it $1,000. And you go, all right, 50% of this, I'm going to put in my bank account or in my savings account or pay off some debts or something. But 50% of it, I'm actually going to outsource some things around the house. So I don't have to clean up the house, which saves me two, three, four hours per week. Or I don't have to go and get groceries. I'm going to get those groceries delivered to my home. Or I'm going to hire a personal trainer who comes to my house instead of me having to go to the gym. So that saves me two hours a day from driving, changing back and forth, small talk with people at the gym who always want to chat with you and stuff. All of a sudden, that's like two hours per day, seven days a week. That's 14 hours saved of my time bought back. So you have to look at it like we only have a limited amount of time on earth, and most people would rather waste the time and save the money. And that is backwards thinking where you will never, ever, ever get ahead. I promise you. Because when you can actually have both happening simultaneously, you have a business that's growing behind the scenes. You have income that's growing behind the scenes. It's coming in month after month after month after month when you're building a business model that allows that and has the residual impact and residual income attached to it. Simultaneously, you're spending that money not on dumb stuff, but you're spending it in a way where you're buying back your life first. Because as adults, we actually go from this transition period of having no responsibilities, no bills. We don't have a job. We don't earn any money. Our parents take care of us. And when we're young, 
we take our time for granted. We feel like we have all the time in the world. We get to play. We get to be careless and it's fine. And it's just all fun, all leisure, all these things. And then all of a sudden we get a little bit older and it's like, it's time to get a job. You know, your first job, your first experience, maybe college, maybe, maybe university. And as soon as we get into our mid twenties or so, what happens is we start to take on all these obligations. We start to take on all these responsibilities. We get our first place. Now there's a monthly rent. Then we get our first car. Now there's a car payment. There's insurance. There's gas. Then there's this. Then there's that. Then there's this. Then there's a spouse. Then there's children. And so all of a sudden, all these bills, all these expenses, they start to add up. And what happens is we trade our time in exchange to pay for these obligations and liabilities that we feel we need to maintain. And this is what robs our life. So when I say buy back your life, what I'm saying is you need to find a way to be able to still keep your lifestyle, your home, your children happy, food on the table, experiences, whatever type of level of life you wanna live. For me, I wanna live big. I wanna live large. I wanna live the diamond life. But for you, it might be different. Maybe you don't value the same things as me. Maybe you don't want to have the same type of epic experiences that I do, which is fine. But there's still going to be a monthly requirement. There's going to be a monthly number. What is that number for you? Let's call it 10 grand per month. Let's call it 25 grand per month. And if you made that type of income, all of your expenses would be taken care of. Fantastic. But then we also need to think about how much extra on top of that number do we need to earn that we can utilize to buy back our time. So all of the stuff that we don't love to do that no one else can do for us gets taken care of as well. That's where the magic happens, where you now have a team of people in your personal life, a team of people in your business life, and you get to wake up every single day doing exactly what you love to do that no one else can do for you. And if you can get to this place Sooner than later, you will literally be living like 1% of 1% of people on the planet actually get to do because it's not the normal. This is not a common way to think. There's a lot of people who are listening to this right now who are literally like, this guy's nuts. What is he even saying? This is not true. This is not how it works. But once again, would you rather trade places with my lifestyle? Would you rather trade places with my income and how I generate an income or the people who think this way, right? So that's really the message that I wanted to share with you today is when you're able to look at things completely differently, have an abundance mindset, think bigger, manipulate the prices by removing a zero to make it seem like it's way less, like 10 times less, but then at the same time be like, what could I do to add a zero to my annual income? That's the difference. That's the gap. And next thing you know, you're able to do things that other people think is crazy and way expensive or unreasonable or whatever, but it's all relative. If somebody makes 10 times more income than you or 20 times more income than you or 50 times or 100 times more income than you in one year, then the percentage that they're actually spending on these things that you think are ridiculous is a fraction of the percentage that you actually think they're spending out of their pocket. It's very, very interesting that to me, this is a very simple concept. But to most people, they haven't wrapped their minds around what is the gap? What is the difference? What is the income gap? What is the mindset gap? What separates these people from being able to live these, these incredible lives? And you can do this like at massive amounts of scale where another way that is helpful 
to look at this is how much income you're generating per day. So you could take your annual income or your monthly income and just divide it by, you know, 30 days in a month or 365 days a month. And when you have residual income and you have this automatic passive income coming in, this cash flow, you can literally go, okay, every 24 hours, I make a minimum of X, okay, whatever the number is. So then when you're making a purchase, a purchasing decision, you're like, cool, that's like a quarter of one day's worth of income. And tomorrow I get it again. The next day I get it again. The next day I get it again. And life completely shifts when the money is coming in on autopilot. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a really big difference between having to go trade your time for money for two weeks and then getting a check and then two weeks and getting a check or getting paid once per month or whatever the case is. But you have to show up. You have to keep working. You have to keep doing the things. And if you stop, the income stops. This is what is normal for people. This is what they think it's supposed to be like. It doesn't have to be this way. This is a rule that people have voluntarily signed up for and accepted as just the way it is, but it doesn't have to be. So first of all, how can you make the income come in automatically? There's really only two options, buying assets that pay passive income, like a percentage, like real estate, for example, or dividend stocks and these kinds of things, which usually requires you to first save up money and then invest it smart and then let it compound for a period of time and eventually it pays you nicely. But, you know, conservatively speaking, you're gonna get probably between six and 15% on any of these assets without going into super high risk type of assets and speculation and things like that. So in order for you to make a substantial amount of monthly or annual income from the investment direction, it's gonna take many, many, many years to get your cash flow to the right place. A much faster way to do it is with a high ticket direct sales business because you're able to make money right away. You don't have to wait for the future. You don't have to wait five years or 10 years or hope for appreciation. And then there's interest rates and market and inflation and all these factors that are out of your control. With high ticket, you're able to make that high ticket money now. Spend that commission on buying back your life by leveraging it into 20, 30, 40, $50 an hour tasks that takes that off of your plate. When you take that off of your plate, you have more time to be creative, create more spaciousness in your life, more expansion in your life. And then you can think and go, all right, if I create a product or if I create a piece of content or I create some kind of digital asset that I can continue leveraging over time, that's way more valuable for me to utilize my time towards than the tasks around the house or this sort of like repetitive, redundant tasks that someone else could be doing while I'm creating where I want to go, the big picture, the more valuable use of my energy and my creativity and my passions and my gifts and my strengths. Is this making sense for you? So in the short term, high ticket allows you to actually buy back your life to focus more on your high ticket business, which is the first step. Then as that starts to gain some momentum and the income starts to go up to 10, 30, 50, 100,000 per month, then all of a sudden you build more full-time teams in place. These full-time teams are working for you for 20, 30, 40 hours per week. You delegate tasks, they take care of it, you still benefit. And at a certain point, a certain level of leverage, it's like you can't really go backwards unless you make a really big stupid mistake and stupid decision. But because you have the income coming in and the leverage and support built in because your income has surpassed the required amount that you need, from that point forward, everything is just infinitely scalable and you can keep leveling up, keep leveling up, keep leveling up because it 
creates this positive growth flywheel effect where as you earn money, the more leverage you create, as more leverage you create, the more money you create, and it continues to go up, 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 up in this, you know, exponential growth way. But that initial window of time to get yourself from the E and the S quadrant in the cash flow quadrant, which I talked about in a previous episode, and moving yourself over to the business owner and investor quadrant, that is literally the most challenging, difficult transition you will ever experience in your entire life. That is the one major thing that you should focus on creating as soon as possible. Because if you can do that, the younger you are, the better, the less obligations, the the less responsibilities, the less risk that you currently have for, for making that transition, you will set yourself up to live with freedom for the rest of your life. And for me personally, I saw this at a pretty young age. I was like, man, I got to be able to do this from like 27. I wanted to be there before 30. I got started in my high ticket business at 27. And by 30, my income, my residual income and, and what I needed to be able to outsource and delegate certain aspects of my life, I had already achieved it. From 30 until now, for the last seven years, it's growing exponentially compounding. And the more I earn, the more I invest back into buying back my life, which then gives me more leverage, which then compounds even more. And it's just this nice, compounded, uh, consistent growth year after year after year after year. And that is what you are able to do as well. But you need to shift your money mindset around when you get paid, what are you doing with that money? What is the priority of that money? Because a lot of people will say, you know, save it save it and all this kind of stuff, which to a certain extent is good. Like you should have a little bit of an emergency fund, three months, six months of expenses. But after that, it's actually losing money for you to just have it in the bank. You're not getting paid interest and money is actually losing its value by the second, right? If you've been paying attention to anything going on in macroeconomics, like the US dollar value and the global reserve currency and like paper fiat money in general is losing its value every single day. Inflation's on the rise. So by you not earning at least 25% of your money per year, it's literally losing its value. But if you are buying back your life with that money and having other people do certain actions for you and tasks for you, and then you use that time that you received back on filling up your cup, self-care, exercise, things that are really going to pay dividends for you, your health and your future and your business and your income long-term, that's the smartest use of your time. And then you can actually create and go, all right, what's next? How do I take this extra cash, take this extra time and invest it back into something that will compound and grow into the future? And when you go out there, you know, be very, very cautious of your perception around money. There's a lot of stingy, cheap people out there who don't want to pay people what they're like. They're so scarcity minded. It just drives me crazy. They're like, they want to save every little tiny thing and pinch pennies and not, you know, tip at restaurants and do all this kind of stuff. And it's like, you, you don't realize that you're killing your own abundance. You are hurting yourself, right? I believe we're all connected. So if If you're generous to others, it's like being generous to yourself. If you're cheap with others and you try to take this like cheap ass mentality with other people, you're being a cheap ass to yourself. You're like insulting yourself. You know what I'm saying? So by you being generous and you giving and you being thoughtful and you doing this for other people, it actually comes back tenfold for you. 
So the abundance mentality is so missing from people who are suffering with lack of time and lack of money because they have the wrong perception around it. So I encourage you to go out there and dream big, right? Go on to Zillow or go on to these real estate websites and start searching for the type of home that you've always wanted to live in, but you never thought you could afford it, okay? And it doesn't matter how many millions of dollars it is. It doesn't have to be super extravagant. It doesn't matter what it is, but it like could be a small little place on the water. It could be a log cabin in the woods. It could be a mansion. It could be a penthouse. It could be a regular townhouse or something. It doesn't really matter what it is, but start looking at these things and go, huh, if I played around with the zero, if I removed a zero off of this place, that's like, you know, $10 million. If I removed a zero from that and it was only $1 million, huh, okay, I could actually see myself affording that. I can see myself being able to pay that monthly mortgage. All right, but what do I need to do now to add a zero to my income, to my annual income? What does that look like? And there's all kinds of different ways of doing it. If you want help with that and you don't currently have a way, you could always DM me on my social media on Instagram, uh, DM me the word freedom. And I can show you what I've done to literally add zeros to my annual income and turn it into my monthly income multiple times over in the last 10 years, continuing leveling up, leveling up. And I'm about to do it again. I'm about to literally take my annual income again and turn it into my monthly income because I've broken through some of the limitations and barriers that I had for the last couple of years where I didn't see things as clearly as I could have. I hired some mentors, hired some coaches. I bought back more of my life. I put more people in place that were better, smarter at certain things than I am. And now we have the team, we have the infrastructure, we have everything we're looking to do to be able to take this another massive 10X leap and continue doing that over time. And I want you to really wrap your head around this. And the final comment that I'm gonna share with you that will shift everything, I wanna give you a perspective on how short life truly is and that tomorrow isn't promised and tomorrow isn't guaranteed. And I'm going to give you a quick little exercise that you can do. And when I first heard this, it was so shocking to me that I immediately got into action and made some major changes in my life. And I'm sure you will do the same. So get out a pen and paper or your phone, pull up your calculator and follow along. The average life expectancy in North America is 78 for males and 81 for females, all right? So if you wanna know how many days you have left in this life, statistically speaking, approximately speaking, then take your current age and subtract it from 78 if you're a male and 81 if you're a female. You're gonna get a number. Multiply that number that you have left by 365. You're gonna get another number. Now multiply that number again by 0.68. So we subtract the time that we typically sleep, which is a third of our life, and you're gonna get another number. Now the number that you're looking at on your paper or your phone on your calculator is the approximate number of days that you have left awake, statistically speaking. And every single day, that you're occupied by these tasks like cooking and cleaning and getting groceries and all this shit that is important that we need to do that is required for us, but someone else could technically be doing that for you is another day of your life you'll never get back. And if you really want this to be a message you never forget, 
get one of those dry eraser markers that you can put like on a whiteboard and draw the number that you saw there on your phone and put it on your mirror in your bathroom where you brush your teeth before you go to sleep at night. And every single night when you're going to bed, subtract a number and change it to one less and ask yourself, did I do what I love to do today that no one else can do for me? Or am I so busy with my obligations, my responsibilities, that I don't actually have time for what I really love, what I really want to be doing, the traveling, the fun, the activities with the kids, the passion with your marriage, you know, going on date nights, going on date trips, following that intuition to start that business or to do that passion project. Life is passing all of us by very, very quickly. And freedom is the ultimate currency. And buying back your life with some of these simple principles that I shared on this episode will be the key, one of the master keys to building your diamond life and creating freedom for yourself as well. All right, let me know what you thought about this episode. Please share it with your friends. Don't forget to go on to Apple and Spotify, leave us a review, leave us a rating and tag us at the Diamond Life Mentor and my personal account at Balaj Debbie Cardos on social media if you got value from today's episode. And if you're somebody who currently doesn't have a plan and you don't know how you can create this type of life and you want some help and I can show you the blueprint of how I built mine with my high ticket business, then feel free to send me a DM and just type the word freedom and someone on my team will reach out to you and get you the information you need so you can make an educated decision and see if it's a good fit for you as well. Thank you for listening. I love you very much. I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you found something useful here to help you unlock more freedom in your life. We're just getting started. So if there's something you want to hear or a guest you want me to have on the podcast, shoot me a message at the Diamond Life Mentor on Instagram and let me know. You can discover incredibly helpful resources and more ways to build your diamond life now at my website, balajwcardos.com. At the end of the day, this is all about bettering yourself and helping others. So if you think you can help someone else by sharing this podcast, that would be the ultimate win for me. And of course, subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening.